Hello, everybody, and welcome to Outdoor Asylum. Um, I'm Brad Allen. I have with me today Brian Shanks back in the studio after a medical emergency. We'll get to that in a minute. I also have Jake Seipert with me as always. Hello. He's the uh, he's like the Wizard of Oz. He's a guy behind the uh, behind the curtain that you know everything you see, other than just a couple of idiots talking. I'm like a really slow wizard, though. You're slow wizard. Yeah, my powers are just kind of intermittent. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Uh, so anyway, uh, guys, thanks for joining us. We appreciate all the support. Appreciate everybody watching. Please like and subscribe. I would consider it a personal favor if you will do that. Uh, that way we can send you some notifications each time we put something up. And i uh, love to hear from you in the comments. Uh, appreciate all the, the comments that we've gotten so far. Appreciate all the all the listeners. And um, and you guys, like I said, like I always say, you, uh, if you like this podcast, tell a friend, recommend it to them. You don't like it, recommend it to an enemy. Just by, please tell somebody about this podcast. So, Brian, I want to hear about a certain medical emergency that you had. We had a we had a podcast, what was that, a couple of weeks ago We or two or three weeks ago. We were supposed to have Brian on. We, we yep. had it kind of yep. planned out. And then... Uh, his yeah, wife Maria, who yeah, works, yeah. yeah, his wife Maria, who works here with us, uh, said, "Brian, you know, I wasn't feeling good this morning. I think this is like the day before the podcast." And then um, they say, "So well, I think he's going to go to the doctor." And next thing I know, she's storming out here. You're having an emergency appendectomy. So uh, how was that, man? That was fun. It it, <laughs> it, it, was, it was all right. It was definitely an exciting event. Uh, uh, you know, we, we actually, you're right. We had the the podcast planned for Thursday. I got sick on Wednesday night after after church. We had some students over, and we were playing cards and stuff, and I just wasn't feeling right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, went to bed about midnight, woke up, you know, just hurting, wasn't feeling good, started getting nauseous, thought, I ate some bunk chickens, what I thought, man. I mean, we had some <laughs> chicken that night, and you never know what Maria's cooking. No, I'm playing. Oh. She cooks really, really well. But, but you know, I, I thought I just ate something, and, man, about 3 in the morning, I was in so much pain, I was passing out, and, and I just passed out and went to sleep, and next morning thursday morning the day we were going to do the podcast mm-hmm. uh man woke up and still just horrible pain so i got to go to the hospital or something and i went and sat in the emergency room for a little while and uh they did a, a, a ct or whatever you know where they look inside of you and uh they were talking you know gallbladder and i thought man no way that'd be awesome my wife just had that done we'd be like twinkies <laughs> and uh you know and they came back and says now your gallbladder but boy we got to get you back to surgery right now your, your appendix is is fixing a bust and off we go you know, so mm-hmm. that's kind of been the last couple of weeks has been kind of chilling and recovering and, and man, doing good. Did you get to keep your appendix? In I asked. Okay. I asked, and they said that it is against hospital policy. I said, man, I will buy the formaldehyde. That is everything. your <laughs> appendix. It's personal yeah. property as far as I'm concerned. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a United that's States citizen. It is. It is. But I donated it to science, you know, for the betterment of human, you know, studies. So. I'm sure they'll study They'll study that appendix I figure so. and solve this problem for a lot so. of people. Did now Jake wanted? He's like, look, man, Brian's tough. We can have this in his room. We can go yeah. remote to the hospital our, room. Yeah, for our first ever remote podcast. This is when we need to do it because we know Brian's going to be under anesthesia. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, we can make this a lot more interesting. We could get some juicy stuff out of him. There's some juicy stuff to have gotten. <laughs> I promise you. The nurses were rolling the next day when I was sober. Oh, they were all over me, man. It was great. I was apparently. A horses behind. I mean, it was good. It was a good night. <laughs> Man, that is a scary thing for me. Of course, I know with you, you know, you've got an emergency appendectomy, and if that appendix bursts, you're, you're looking at a very serious problem here, yeah. you know. So, you, you know, you don't have time to think about it. I have had some procedures. I, I've had nothing as serious as a 
as what I what I consider yours with the with the appendectomy. Uh, I never had to open up my abdomen or anything like that. I had a I've had some you know some meniscus work on my knee, and I remember one time in particular I had to have a procedure. I won't call it a surgery, but a procedure where they had to go down my throat and look at something, and they they basically you know I knew they were going to put me not I wasn't going to be out out. But I was not going to remember any of it. I was going to be loopy, which is about the worst uh, for spilling the beans on something you don't want to talk about. It would be the worst, the most vulnerable position you could be in. And I know building up to that all week, I was sitting there thinking, man, what would be some embar- horrible, embarrassing thing that I wouldn't want anybody to know about? So I'm thinking about it to not say it. But if it's on my mind, I'm thinking as soon as I get that shot, that's exactly where oh, I'm yeah. going to go. Cause oh, it's yeah. on my mind. Yeah, I wouldn't think about it beforehand. Well, try that. How do you not consciously not? Okay. I'm not going to think about that. That's all you're going to think about. You can tell us. <laughs> yeah, it's just us. Well, after the procedure, I forgot, you know, I don't know what they gave me, but I forgot it all. But you know, it would be so much worse being being married like that. I mean, I think if I had to, if I had to do something like that now, knowing what I might say, what could incriminate me, I might be like, you know what, I really y'all really think my wife has COVID. Y'all need to keep her out of this hospital, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. because I'm keep scared. Yeah. I'd be more afraid to think of what I would say yeah. than I would be actually dying on the table. Man, you know, and and I'm a little different. I'm pretty transparent. I say things oftentimes I shouldn't. You know, I mean, it just comes out, and I disclose way too much information. So I'm always com- more comfortable when Maria's around. I know I'm not going to say anything that's going to put her off because she's heard it all. I trust me, being married <laughs> to me, uh, you know. But man, I mean, some of the stories, you know, and, and I'll share one. It's it's a good one, uh, you know. Um, for your listeners, you know, that don't know, you know, I've got this, I've, I've got a lot of tattoos. And when I was younger, I was like the, that angry heavy metal kid. So I got the word rage tattooed across the, <laughs> the top of my belly. And the nurses were dressing my wounds and I was still intoxicated, you know, and I don't remember any of this, none of it. They reminded me the next day, but they're dressing my wounds. And, and, and apparently one of the nurse asked, why rage? Why are you so angry? And I said, just look a little further South and you'll see why I'm oh. so angry. And, and it was awful. I mean, it was an awful event. Uh, you know, I mean, I can't believe I said that to that lady. And Maria was just, you know, oh, that's good. she just put her head down her hand. She said, you know, he's really a good guy. He's a preacher. He doesn't usually talk. Like this. <laughs> so what, okay, to do the surgery, I'm assuming there was some shaving going on oh, yeah. here. Oh, that, that's another great thing that I'm still living with today because hair doesn't grow back very fast. Okay. They basically left me with a woolen bra. I was going to ask you if you <laughs> had a hair bra, if you had a beard bra. A we call bra. it a beard bra? Is that yeah, what we I call mean, it? Yeah, whatever. It's there. Yeah, and my kids love it. I mean, they, they you know, I walk around with no shirt on a lot anyways, and they, yeah. they are loving it. Don't take it the wrong way if I say I kind of want to see it, and I kind of don't. I don't know. I don't know how to go forward with this, yeah. Jake. But yeah. show us. We can edit it out. If we can. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, Not gonna man. happen. Not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff, man. You know, Brian, I was trying to think of you know a good topic for today, and and you know we've been talking about hunting and getting prepped for season, but. Man, you talk about the getting the rage, the having the rage tattoo. I feel like sometimes I need to go. I don't have any tattoos, but I think if I was going to get one today, the rage might be a good one to put on me because, <laughs> yeah. um, and, and that's what I'd love to hear your thoughts on from kind of a biblical standpoint, from what you feel like 
would be a good Christian attitude to have toward this because there's been a couple of times, you know, we're talking about a potential lockdown again. We've got, you know, we've been dealing with this Delta variant yeah. and, um, and, you know, and I don't, I don't want to make light of it. Uh, even in our church, we had a, we had a gentleman that, that, that lost his life not long ago with COVID. We had another gentleman that, um, really had a rough time, very touch and go for him for, for a long time. Looks like he's pulling through, though we think he's probably going to have a long recovery. And the last thing I want to do is make light of yeah. COVID or try yeah. to treat it yeah. like this is not something uh, dangerous. Been a lot of people lost their lives and, and people dealing with, uh, you know, with the, the sadness of losing a loved one from this. So the last thing I want to do is make light of it. But then we look and we see what, it seems like our a lot of our constitutional rights being take a, taken away as far as how we're dealing with this, and there's a lot of head-to-head combat about what we should do. You know, do we mandate masks? Do we not? Do we, you know, how do we handle this vaccines? You know, I saw in the news where de Blasio now has a, it's like a passport type thing in New York they're trying to pass where if you have, if you have a, you have to have a proof of vaccination to do things within the city. If you want to go out to eat, enjoy a lot of things in New York, you got to have the vaccine to do that. If not, you can't do it, you know. Um, and there's a lot that throws up a lot of issues. So, you know, I just want to talk about that a little bit and how, you know, how would, um, how are we supposed to handle all this stuff? You know, I'm yeah. wanting to kill somebody. So how do, I, how do I manage to not do that? Yeah. Well, man, and, you know, for, for me, thinking, <clears throat> biblically is 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 what I like to try to keep my mind frame in, but I'm also a person. Just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean I'm not allowed to have a perspective or a worldview that you know might side with some or not with others or whatever the case may be. I still have opinions, and a lot of pastors are hesitant to share their opinions, so they keep their mouths closed on the topic. So uh, I'm going to stick my, my arm out here a little bit, and I'm going to talk about it because um, I, I believe that I'm allowed to have an opinion. Uh, and I'm allowed to speak my opinion. I think my opinion might help some others in perspective and, and you know, changing the way they think about it. But, man, there's a lot. There's just a lot uh, mm-hmm. when you try to form an opinion on the subject as, as a person. Uh, leave, leave pastor over there for a minute just sure. as a person. Mm-hmm. It's a hard thing to, to put your mind around. Um, when you start studying and you start doing research, uh, you know, you, you see that – the percentages aren't just astronomical, you know, as far as death rate, you know, for this virus. You, you see a lot of things that are, are, you know, making you wonder why we're under such heavy scrutiny, mm-hmm. you know, and why we're, 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 we're worried about contract or contact tracing. And, and, you know, why is the health department calling us when we've got this virus? Why, you know, why, is, mm-hmm. why are masks mandated? You know, so there, there's a lot. That, that goes into this. I mean, I, like a lot of Americans, feel like there's a, a lot of smoke and mirrors. There's a lot of things that are deceitful, uh, you know. I, I don't know. I mean, it's really tough, you know, to form a healthy opinion mm-hmm. as a person. Uh, it really is. It's very difficult. So uh, I try not to knock people who, who have opinions that are different from mine in regards to this, this whole pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the big thing for me, man. I can't stand to see... Uh, um, an, an anti-masker bashing a masker for wearing a mask. Sure, I can't stand to hear an anti-vaxer bashing a vaxer for wear, you know getting a vaccine. I can't stand to hear it 
you know, vice versa. It goes both ways. It goes both ways, and it, it's very loud from both sides right now. So those are the things I try to keep my mouth off of and, mm-hmm. and keep my opinions to myself on because, A, I'm vaccinated. I do not believe or agree in any way, shape, form, or fashion that this should be mandated, that we should be forced to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't. Um, a, Pfizer has uh, a, a test date. Let me see, I wrote this down here earlier. Uh clinicaltrials.gov put this out there so i'm going to cite a source for you pfizer's covid vaccine study completion date is not until july of 2023 Mm -hmm. so this is still a trial it should not be forced on Mm -hmm. anyone we should be able to take it as we see fit Mm -hmm. and and i i for one have taken it i don't know if you have i'm not going to knock if you haven't Mm -hmm. you know uh that's that's where we've got to live um so i mean it's tough it's just a tough tough environment we're in right now man um you know, masks, you talked about, you know, mask mandates. I agree with Arkansas, you know, in, in our recent law, <clears throat> our law uh, act 102 was passed, uh, you know, prohibiting mask mandates in the state of Arkansas, that, that the government cannot force us in the state of Arkansas to wear masks anymore. Um, now our governor is, is talking with lawmakers and, and, and pushing to repeal, you mm-hmm. know, and to reverse that, um, but I do agree with that that law, <laughs> you know. It's uh, by choice. It is. It's by choice. Uh, and and here's the thing, man. I always, you know, preacher preacher hats over here. I'm going to put it on for a minute. I always try to think how Jesus would act in these scenarios, and He is our example, right? Uh, as sure. Christians, if you if you claim to be a Christian, you are putting on the jersey of Christianity. Christ is the center the gold of that. Standard. That's it. Uh, you know. So when I think about that. Uh, what would Jesus do? Granted, we're not divine. We can get sick. We can die. He, you know, could in his human form, but was protected by, you know, mm-hmm. divine right. things. You know, God, the Holy Spirit, you know, were with him and in him. And of he him. healed the lepers. He didn't yes. worry about getting leprosy. No, <laughs> he walked straight outside of the camp into the outer areas where the sick and the diseased and the dying were. And he put his hands on those people and he healed those people. I don't have healing powers and I'm not above the ability of getting sick. Sure. Appendix, ding, ding, ding. You know, I got sick. Uh, but... I also look to what the scriptures talk about fear and how it's not to dominate. It's not to control our thoughts. It's not to control our actions. We, we are given fear, I believe, to, to discern what's good and right and healthy and how we should act. Uh, you know, if I'm walking down a dark alley and, and there's three dudes standing over here to the right and I've got an option to turn left, my fear of those three dudes in the dark alley is going to cause me to be safe and turn left. We're mm-hmm. given fear. It's given to us by God. I, I know that. So that being said, we're not led by our fear, but we use our fear as a tool for discernment. Mm-hmm. You, me, anybody else that, that has a position on masks or vaccines, if you call yourself a Christian, you follow what you're led to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, Uh, if I want to protect the old people in my church who I know are fearful of this virus and it could potentially harm them or kill them. We just had just this last week had a senior member die. Uh, He got covid. He was on a ventilator, uh, became unresponsive and his family had to make that tough decision. If I want to work to protect those people, I'm going to do the things that I have you know, in front of me, use the tools I have in front of me to protect those people. I don't wear a mask in my sanctuary. But I know the people who are fearful. I know the people who are susceptible. I love them from a distance. 
Everybody right. else, I'm giving you a hug, a high five, I'm shaking your hand, whatever it may be. I did go out and, and get vaccinated for that same purpose. I want to be able to look those folks in the eye when I come to their house to pray with them before a surgery or whatever it may be. That I can honestly say I've taken the steps that were offered to me to help protect you. Mm-hmm. You know, and to help protect me for that matter. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's really a, a tough season to be making, uh, a, you know, a good opinion. Yeah, and that's a that's the thing too. I guess it's one of my biggest questions. I'm, I've, to me, the conversation becomes, and, and I'd love to hear your your take on it. Like, um, there's there's a lot of different studies out there saying different things. There's a lot of different arguments about this and that. You know, and and. You know, you were talking about like you got you chose to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I got COVID. I got my shot the hard way. Yep. You know, yep. I got to experience it. There's a lot of studies out here that are showing that the people have actually had it still have good immunity. We still have you know the T cells and different things to produce. We still have a good um, showing a lot more of an um, immune reaction, or we have more immunity sometimes, or at least equal to people that have been vaccinated. Sure. So. You know, there's a I, I, that's one thing I think has been ignored. You know, they say, "Oh man, only so, so much percentage of this country has been vaccinated." Well, there's a lot of people that are like me that have had it and are a little leery of it, but they feel like they had they you know have some immunity there that they may not be spreading it like this, so they've chosen to hold off. But it doesn't mean that they're um, that they're not in tune to it, that they're not thinking about right. it, that they're not making some kind of decision. And we can talk about a lot of those different things. But, you know, one of the big problems is there's – well, there's a lot of problems. But one of the things I see is that it's been politicized. Don't, everything now is politics. That's I right. mean, it's everything has been politicized. We don't have news just like it used to be. Yeah. Where if someone leaned a little bit more to the left and someone leaned a little bit more to the right, we both watch the news, we watch the facts, mm-hmm. we make our own decisions. They may be different, we may interpret it differently, but we're all watching the same thing. Now it's like, do you get your news from the right or do you get your news from the left? There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing that's, that's just neutral, you know. So people, that's their only source of getting their news is through you know, right, left, yeah. you know, they're, they're seeing one extreme opinion over here versus the other people that are watching it here forming those opinions. And all that's going to lead to is, is conflict in the middle. And I, and I don't know, sometimes this is where I struggle is sometimes I, I let my temper and my, you know, I let my mouth get away from me a little bit too. And it's so easy to do on, uh, on social media, you know, I mean, yes, I, I always try to tell people, especially <laughs> if I'm talking to younger people, when you're sitting there typing something on your phone or that computer, speak to that person just like they're standing here. Like I'm looking at you right now. There's certain things if I say to you right now, I'm expecting a right hook from you. Sure. Um, I'll but deliver. I feel, but I feel safe. Yeah, gladly, <laughs> wouldn't you? Uh, but um, I feel safe sitting at home typing this out and calling someone an idiot. And I see so much of this. In fact, the other day it was funny. I posted on my Facebook page. What's going to be everybody's response when we have to, you know, if we do have another lockdown? Oh, I saw that one. There were like a hundred and something comments. It's on that still, I and that was the only thing I did. I didn't even comment on. It. I yeah. just wanted to kind of gauge the uh, what are people feeling, what are the, how are they feeling about this. It was a hot topic because I'm still getting alerts on my phone this morning where people are going yeah. back and forth. Yeah. You know, with a, a lot of a lot of people got upset, got angry about it. But you know, I see people that are. 
you know, more conservative or people that are more of opinion like mine. I just don't want to see my rights infringed. I'm very sure. much, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't want to be pro choice as far as the whole abortion thing because I see that as, um, you're making the, the baby. We're not taking in, in mind the baby that we're killing here. So I don't just see that as the woman's choice. And I'm not trying to get into that hot sure. topic. This, sure. is, this is my opinion. Um, but I am pro choice as far as do I want to take this vaccine? Yeah. Are you, just like you said, do I want to wear a mask? Do I want to do this? I am tired of people mandating things to me. I want the choice to do it. But at the same time, I see other people that have more of a mindset like mine. Yeah, you sheep, keep wearing your mask. Okay. Sure. How's that going to, if I start off by calling you a sheep, yeah. well, you, where you are we kill going? the conversation right exactly. there. It's not a conversation. I call you anymore. an idiot. Call and I saw a lot sheep. of that on your post. Yeah, I did. I saw a lot, and it wasn't from you. You you didn't respond or reply to to a ton of that 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 horrible stuff. But you know, you talked about media right and left, uh, and what we have. You know, what we don't have anymore is Walter Cronkite. He would just read the facts, and he would read them in this awesome voice, and it would just be the facts. It would just be the numbers. It would just be the data. He wouldn't interject his own mm -hmm. thoughts. You need to get vaccinated. He would yeah. not say those things right. from his position. He would just say, these are the facts. But what we have now is we've got the, the right and the left in their, in their media positions, but we also have this awesome thing that you're experiencing in social media in the middle where people are free to just vent and fly off the handle with their, mm -hmm. their you know, opinions, uh, and they do freely attack other mm -hmm. people other people's opinions and and we're not having healthy debates and healthy conversations no. uh, because we're not meeting like we used to we used to meet around the table my grandparents actually had a card table just like this uh, in their house and they'd play poker of course my family you know we we like to drink so they would they would be drunk and hollering and talking about the news and talking about all the stuff going on in the world back then uh you know of course they're all past now except for my grandpa but uh, i can i cannot imagine those conversations happening because of social media now They've taken the place of us gathering around our tables with our friends and our family and discussing our views and discussing our opinions. They've also hindered us, social media, from raising our kids the way we want to because our kids have access to this, and they formulate opinions that they think are, are kind in nature but not necessarily kind in nature. Uh, and they take radical views that take them away from the things that we are trying to instill in our children. So we're, we're being poisoned by three different facets of media right now, you know, the right, the left, and then the middle, uh, you know, which is social media. Um, I made a comment on Twitter the other day. I just rejoined the the, the twits, you know, and uh, in, in doing that, I only did it because I'm sick and tired of, of trying to debate between two news sources. And I made the comment, uh, you know, Twitter's the only credible source of media that, <laughs> that I have for learning anymore, which is a joke. But, uh, you know, that's kind of where the world's at now. And we're being yeah. tormented and poisoned by it. Mm -hmm. We really are. Mm -hmm. I believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah, and it's like we're so far apart, you know. Yeah. There is, you know, you try to find the middle ground, but when one side is so far this way and the other one is so far this way, you you can't reach a no. middle ground. No, that's that's one of the problems that we're in. So, you know, I I I have trouble seeing the debates here, and like I said, trying to think exactly what you said. Well, how would Jesus handle this? How would he? Yeah communicate this when you feel really strongly about something you want to stand firm in your beliefs you want to stand firm in what you're saying but at the same time you you find yourself uh being careful not to let your temper get away vent a little bit and how do i react when someone else slaps me with well, a with a big one jesus you know? did address this 
he addressed this and he answered this. Uh, there, there's one answer for this and one answer only. Uh, and, and it was in lieu of him being asked, uh, you know, what's the greatest commandment? Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mm-hmm. thy mind, thy soul, and thy strength. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Mm-hmm. Okay? If, if we do those two things, and I'm speaking to believers right now, if we, if we do those two things, if we love God first, we're going to look to his word for our direction. And his word tells us not to, to speak in, con- in con- condemnation of others, not to, to, to let foul language uh, you know, proceed from our lips as we're talking to one another, but only that that builds up and strengthens and sharpens and edifies people. So we're going to talk to people differently if we love God first. There's your first point. And if we love our neighbor as ourselves, we're going to do the things that to the people around us, for the people around us, that we know we would want done to and for us, and the world's going to be a better mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did answer it. He answered it point blank. Uh, the, the, the problems are not gone from the scenario for us. If we realize that, we still face the idea that, that uh, we've got the left, we've got the right, we've got the social media, we've got all these factors that are changing our opinions and helping evolve our opinions in healthy and unhealthy ways. But if we, as believers, as Christians, look back to the truth of God's word, we're going to love God first, which means we're going to put him above everyone. That's one of the things I counsel when I counsel uh, married people. It's one of the ways I look at my marriage. I love God more than I love my wife. Because if I love my wife more than I love God, I'm going to disrespect and disobey God and put him back here on the corner. And my passions and my deceitful heart are going to lead me in my relationship with her. That's dangerous. That's how we're living right now. Yeah. You know, the world is, you know, put God back here on a shelf and we are following our own opinions and our own desires and our own flesh and our own deceitful hearts. And we are in conflict with one another. Mm-hmm. If we put God where he belongs in our perspective, where he belongs, we're going to love him, which means we're going to follow the truth of his word and love others more than we love ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that doesn't give us an answer for masks or no masks or vaccines or no vaccines, but that does help us make decisions that are peaceable in our own hearts and protect the well being of others. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. Exactly. There. It's kind of like, um, you know, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. I think sometimes we could almost uh, extrapolate that to don't forget to speak to others as you would have them speak yeah. to you at the same yeah. time yeah. Uh, when we communicate this. But so I don't know. Uh, you know, one of the things I worry about is like um, I really hate seeing the mass thing come back. And it's yeah, coming back too. so strong. Um, and it, I've wondered a lot like, okay, what about in my church if that starts if that's if that gets mandated again, which I'm I think there may be I not I haven't this is not something I'm hearing from anyone. This is just sure outside looking in, you know, what are they thinking as far as doing this? And I see that as being a real possibility, not only for church, but for a lot of things. I think the schools, like like you said, we're dealing with the legis- legislature now, um, where the governor's trying to overturn that to where it can be mandated for our schools. So are we gonna be looking at our, our kids being mandated to wear a mask and you know i'm trying to think about how to react to that because if if they come in they say sunday hey we're going to go back to wearing a mask we're going to mandate it all of a sudden i'm in church and i'm angry because yeah. i don't want to yeah. do this and i'm sitting here thinking well what would jesus do here what would he say how am i supposed to go about this you know yeah. Yeah. Uh, beating up the preacher is not an option yep. he's too much of yep. a good friend you know and he'd probably yep. whip me uh, probably. so i can't do that but um <laughs> That's that's the big battle for me is I'm thinking how am I going to handle this? You yeah, know? yeah. 
Man, that's a tough one, and I've, I think about it a lot too. As a, as a pastor, we've got to be thinking about those decisions just with, mm-hmm. right alongside you. You know, as we see these things coming, we got to be making preparations in our mind and our hearts for these things. Uh, a separation of church and state. I really don't know the the definitions of Act One Hundred and Two, which prohibits the mandate of masks in the state of Arkansas. But I would assume. That, that if your pastor asks you to out of consideration for others, that's one thing. If he tells you to, that's another. Uh, you know, and then, you, then you've got the opportunity and the ability to talk to him about it and, and share perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, um, God first, others before yourself would be how I go about that conversation because I got my opinions, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they matter. Um, it's my daughter's senior year. You know, my, my middle daughter, uh, Riley, is graduating high school and, I do not want to see her restricted and hindered by not being able to see smiles and joy on people's faces in her hallway and Mm -hmm. be told that she has to sit 10 feet away from everybody. You know, I was thinking this morning about how I grew up and how free we felt. And, and, and here lately I've been thinking about how maybe I've neglected the idea that I was free and, and, you know, now I'm looking at my kids and they're not free like I was. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you in thinking all these things, man. But uh, A, law's law. In the state of Arkansas, there's, there's no man- mandate that can be forced upon you in any public place at all. Uh, that's the law. Now, church and state, I don't know the fine, fine mm-hmm. details there, so that's a new discussion. But I know that as a pastor... I, you know, and, and, and I, 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 I associate pastor with Kerry Tricky, uh, you know, as a pastor, he and I look at what's happening in our church. And, and right now we've got 11 people, you know, that are positive. Mm-hmm. One member died. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, I don't care that he was, he was very old and had other health problems. He yeah. caught COVID and he died. He lost his life. He lost his life. So, so we have to think about these things when sure. we make these decisions. It's the hardest season that I think America has ever seen in, in being a pastor mm-hmm. because you've got some that are, no, we won't wear masks. You know, I'm Greg Locke, I'm, I'm listening to this guy shout at his congregation, we'll ask you to leave if you come in here with a mask on. And then we've got some that are the exact opposite, uh, you know, and, and it's just very hard, just like everything else. It's very hard to discern what we do and how we act as a church right now. Yeah, you know, I think it'd be. I wish that there was some communication too of, hey, look, and and this is you know this is how I feel personally, and I think it's how most people feel. I think most people out there are good people, whether yeah. Christians or not. Sure. There's still most sure. people are good people. I don't. I, it would be a nightmare for me to think that I gave COVID to someone who became very sick or, God forbid, lost his life. Um, and it was there was something I could have done to have prevented that. I think one of the big things is like the mask. You're thinking, you know, there are probably people that maybe listen to this thinking, well, if you if you feel that way, then why wouldn't you just put the mask on? You know, well, do masks work? Um, some people, Man, you know, I, yeah, I had to wear a mask funneled onto an airplane with 300 other people. I sat shoulder to shoulder with strangers. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that there, there's a lot of confusing things around the way we've organized this safety precautions around this mandate. There really are. Yeah, yeah. people saying, you know, this is like having a screen door on a submarine. Yeah. I saw a guy strapped five masks, you know, a guy that was actually a, I can't remember if he was a virologist or microbiologist. I can't remember his exact title, but this was what he did was studying these microorganisms. He put five masks on. The ones the that we typically buy in Walmart, you know, sure. the blue one side, white on the mm-hmm. back. He puts five of them on, 
and then puts his glasses in front of him and fogs up his glasses. Yeah. If he can do that, that virus is free-flowing. And he That's had right. five of these things That's on. Right. So the question becomes how, you know, people just immediately are like, well, if you, you know, why don't you just wear the mask? That's how you prevent it, so why wouldn't you do it? Well, if I'm sitting there thinking it doesn't help, it's probably doing more harm than it is good. It's in here breathing carbon dioxide, and we know how uncomfortable it is to wear. If it's not doing anything, then I feel stupid if I'm out here wearing Now, this is me giving my sure, personal opinion. Sure. There's people probably screaming at the radio or the uh, their phone or whatever, however they're watching this right now. But, you know, I think we need to keep in mind we all – nobody wants to hurt anyone, but at the same time we just have so much difference on – is this really working or not? And you can go back and say, well, the CDC does this. Well, the CDC's bounced around everywhere. The CDC, in my opinion, has become politicized on so many different They have. Lines. So, you well, know. I mean, they're funded by the federal government. Exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just, this is just, it's it's really a tough. You start breaking it down, it gets pretty tough. It's, it's misinformation. It's back and forth. There's so many things, like I said earlier, there's so many things that are causing us to not be able to formulate a healthy and a comfortable opinion. And then we factor in everybody else's opinions and we start going against those. And, and we we're just, it's, it's right now, maybe not intentionally, but right now it's a tool that's dividing. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. It's a tool that's dividing. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I hate that. Um, I hate that it's become that. I don't, like I said, I don't know if that's an intentional thing. Uh, you, I've got conspiracy theorists, friends are like the government's trying to shut us down. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I can agree with that. I can disagree with that all day long. Uh, again, misinformation is poison. Uh, and that's all we seem to have. And right. we've got so much of it that when real information presents itself, we question it. We don't know. <laughs> you yeah. know, so it's tough stuff. Uh, it really is, man. Um, you know, as far as New York and, and the thing that they're trying to do with the key to the city, uh, you know, I've looked into that and man, that violates HIPAA, HIPAA law and that's federal. I mean, that violates that law right off the bat. I don't have to disclose anything medically about my person to any entity ever, according to that federal law. You don't you have know. to tell them if you've had yeah. a vaccine, if you still yeah. got your appendix or anything that they want to know is none of their business. So the city of New York is trying to take federal law and, and throw it away. That's a constitutional right that I have to, mm -hmm. to, to not disclose anything about myself to anybody. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so that's tough. Well, an argument, too, that I would see people would, okay, Brad, well, you haven't had the vaccine. You need to get the vaccine. Uh, even if you've had it, you need to do it. You know, a lot of people tell me that, well, where's your proof of this? Where's your studies on this? You might be right. I might be wrong. Uh, and, you know, I'm not saying I won't get the vaccine sure. at some point. If I feel like there's a need there for me personally uh, with my parents getting older, sure. I want to spend sure. time with them. I have chosen. Uh, I do acknowledge the the, uh, the severity of this disease because I have been keeping my distance from my parents. And yeah. it was very tough last year not being able to see them as much. And then when things after I'd had it, felt like there was some immunity there and things were getting better getting to go back and visiting visit them more was just was just amazing it was great you know i'm not saying if, and if it comes down to i need to get this vaccine i feel like to protect my parents allow me to be around them especially if they need me more then i may very well get it i'm not an anti-vaxxer i've chosen sure. not to take it now i am not an anti-vaxxer sure but you know look at this people well you need to get it you know you're going to be spread okay let's look at lindsey graham you know what uh, south carolina center south carolina mm -hmm. Uh, saw the other day, I think it was Monday, I think, where he tested, he, he came out and announced, I have tested positive for COVID. I am 
fully vaccinated, yet he tested positive, and he is going to quarantine for 10 days. He said, I don't know, I'm not an exact quote here, but the gist of what he said was, right now I feel like I have a sinus infection. It's not severe. It's not that bad. And I am glad that I got my vaccine because I feel like it would have been a worse case had I not done it. So he was still encouraging this. But I'm sitting here thinking, okay, Lindsey Graham being fully vaccinated could still have visited my father and given him COVID. So what are we doing here? Yeah. You know, am I, you know, in, in, the, in the, we really are at square one. Yeah, we really are. Uh, I don't, I don't know who ever left square one and, and that's okay. Um, you know, man, uh, again, as a, I love, I love what Ben Franklin said about our freedoms, by the way, are you familiar with the Ben Franklin quote? Uh, he said, any society that would give up a little Liberty to gain a little security will deserve neither and lose both. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and we're looking at that in New York. We're looking at that in California. We're looking at that in, the, you know, in, in, in a lot of states that are getting closer and closer to home, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, but that being said, uh, caring about others should come first. Mm-hmm. You practice that with your parents, and you, you've just said that you would consider taking the vaccine if it would help care for your parents. You, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love that, that that's the heart of the people that I do life with. But, man, the truth is the vaccine's not working the way they said it was going to work. Right. There are members of my church right now who are quarantined positive, both of them, who are vaccinated people, got the vaccine early on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and still have the virus and can give it to others. Now, then, you know, you hear the language from, from Joe Biden, you know, behind the pulpit, you know, he, or behind his his podium he says that well it, you'll have a lesser case well i'm looking at one member who's about fully vaccinated who is very ill uh, you know very ill mm-hmm. and and uh, i mean even in in your worst point as an unvaccinated person with the virus this man is probably in worse shape than you were he is very sure. very ill had the vaccine so so you know we're we're, we're again misinformation we're dealing with it because we're living in the middle of, uh, you know, the media and the social media feeding us all of these things that none of them are panning out. Right. You know, so we're stuck. And, too, we're seeing people that are getting the vaccines and having bad reactions to the vaccines. I'm not saying it's common. I don't know what the percentages are. I know that I do. <laughs> you do. Okay, well, tell me, what are the uh, what are we seeing? Okay, as of July 26th, um, the, the CDC had – over 7,000 people in our country, uh, almost 10,000 now to date, okay? That's not long ago. There's been a large number of people die in the last couple of months uh, just from the vaccine. Uh, so that was cited by CNN. Over 10,000 people have died from complications from the COVID vaccine. That was stated by CNN. I'm using a liberal news source mm-hmm. uh, as, our, as our source here. Um, you know, I also studied up a lot on you know, other pandemics, swine flu. You know that our government in the 70s uh, had produced a vaccine for the swine flu and they yanked it after 500 cases of, of Guillain-Barre syndrome popped up and then maybe 50 people died. They yanked it. Mm-hmm. We're looking at 10,000 deaths mm-hmm. and countless other side effects and our government's still pushing this right yeah. at us. That's actually one of the things that my father's looking at. My father, not from the swine flu vaccine, that's actually what I learned a lot about it, that same research. Uh, my father has had Guillain-Barre. Yeah. And that's where he's at now. There's a lot of conflict back and forth. Is it safe for him to get his vaccine? So that's one of the problems that we're looking at right now. My yeah. dad would love to get his vaccine. Sure. 
But, but he, there's not any information out there to help it's him. It's a big, it's a big risk. Yeah. And, and I've had some neurologists say it's worth the risk. Do it. I've heard other doc, some of his other doctors that he's spoken to are hesitant for him to get it. So he's kind of in limbo, and that's why I'm choosing a lot of times to stay away to not in to not spread it. But here's the thing: if Lindsey Graham could give it to him vaccinated, if I get vaccinated, do I now have the confidence to go around him? I feel like I've had it. I don't know what kind of immunity I've had. A lot of these studies are saying that we may have some, we may have years of immunity yeah. naturally from yeah. this. Um, these different variants do we go around? So I feel like the whole your whole life right now is a gamble. Sure. Either way that you, uh, either way that you go with it. The the easiest position that I found to take in my own mind and my own heart, and 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 I'm going to tell you, I struggle with this because I still watch the news both sides, and I still jump into social media every day. Uh, but the the position that I take is that man is flawed in multiple ways. To trust all this misinformation and all the things that we can see being disproven has caused distrust. So I'm choosing not to trust man's you know take on all this. Mm-hmm. I trust in the Lord. I do what God calls me to do in loving other people. Uh, you know, if I'm in a situation where I need to wear a mask and airplane, I'll put one on. I mean, we are so close in those quarters. I don't mind wearing it. Uh, you know, I, I follow some of these guidelines to the degree of caring for others. Uh, and, and and I respect people. That's where I'm at, bro. I can't, I can't battle. I can't fight. I can't have you know, gigantic loud voices in this arena uh, because I'm just going to be like everybody else if I let my own heart lead me, mm-hmm. you know. So, I don't know. Try to try to give people the peace of the Lord. Uh, let them know that there's not one thing under the sun that he does not have control of, knowledge of. He's not sovereign over uh, even this, mm-hmm. even this, uh, you know. So, Let's trust him. Let's love him. Let's honor people, uh, and let's keep our head down and keep going. Uh, I will fight for my freedoms. I will fight. That's for the my thing right. is, you, is you. Where do you take the stand? That's to me is the. That's the question that I don't know that I don't expect you to have the answer to. Although you might. Where Feel do you take the stand out there? Yeah, where where it, at what point when someone points a finger at me and says, "Hey, you." have to have a mask or you can't come here if you don't have a vaccine at what point when someone points out say hey you don't have a mask you can't at what point do i say okay and i leave sure what point do i stand up and say you don't have the right to tell me this at what point do i say you know what i don't think this thing's doing any good and i'm sick of sitting here acting like an idiot and breathing my own carbon dioxide if it's not doing any good. If you can tell me that this mask is preventing this virus, sure. if this is going to keep me from giving this to someone, I'll take two. Yeah. But if it's not and you can't and the studies are not showing that these are doing any good, at what point do I say, No, I'm not doing it and not not just being a total jerk about it. Sure. You know? Man, I think that the line again is your own personal discernment, but it's also the law. Uh, you know, we're called to to honor man's law, to obey man's law. Um, mm-hmm. uh, scripture does indicate that that's within biblical parameters. Now, if man's law says that, you know, we're all to to kill our firstborn or something, we're not going to follow that law. Uh, you know, but that being said, um, as of today, as of last Friday when the law was passed, nobody can tell you in this state that you have to wear a mask. They can't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was in the doctor's office the other day. I didn't put one on. Um, and I know that they have to in the medical field now. 
you know, that's federal. I mean, they, they, they have to do what they're told in that regard, but I didn't. <laughs> in the doctor's office, you didn't have no, to. No. What's the rule right now, like in Arkansas, as far as like a restaurant or something like that now? Nothing's they're not changed. allowed to mandate? Can Nothing's they not changed, mandate no. that you have to wear one? No. Of course, if you're going to work there, they can mandate that you do. Well, I think a lot of times they go by it's, CDC. Most of them go by the CDC, yeah. So so you draw the line, Brad, at, at, at following and obeying the law, first mm-hmm. and foremost. Um, but when the law infringes upon your freedoms, because we do have constitutional law, uh, then we have issues, and that's where I believe I draw my lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're infringing on my constitutional rights uh, with your with your mandates, you know, inside of any given city ordinance or state ordinance, man, we, I've got a problem, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that, you know. Um, but as far as loving other people, there's no line. There's no length in which you should go sure. to, to, to not care for others, uh, you know. I think two of the big things I see is, is when I look at it is the – step outside of exactly talking about uh, coronavirus, we see this big push towards socialism. Mm-hmm. And some of the um, some of the things that they're mandating through this feels like socialism. Yeah. And that's when I'm really getting, um, that's really when my hackles go up. And that's when I start thinking, it's time to stand up and say, no, nah, I'm not really ready to go here just yet you're you've overstepped to where now i don't really feel like i'm being considerate or that uh, i'm being forced to do things that are it's i don't know it just really gets gets me fired up i was texting with my dad earlier and and he's he's an old marine and he's a little bit of a conspiracy theorist about all this stuff himself but we were talking and we were back and forth and and I, i told him this i thoroughly thoroughly believe this virus is real i know people who've had it Oh, yeah. I know people who've died from it. I do not doubt the validity of this virus. Don't know where it came from. That's all debatable. You know, whatever. We're not going to get into that. But it is real. Sure. And it is impacting us. I don't doubt that. But I, I do believe that that a lot of the things that have happened, uh, the response of our government to this virus, to this pandemic, have been, in essence, to control us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe they have. Um COVID relief packages. Those came from Trump's era too. Uh, you right. know, so, so conservatives can't dismiss that idea, but we all know because of where we're at now that the president doesn't make every decision, uh, you know, that those decisions are, you know, made by other people as well. So, so we can get political all day, but I, I think that the way that the government's handed it with, with all of the, the stimulus and all of the, the, you know, what is it? The, uh, the no uh, eviction, you know, things like that. The Supreme Court just said yes. do it one way, and then Biden said, no, yeah. we're, we're not listening to the yeah. Supreme Court. We're going to do it anyway. Yeah. I, I think I think that a lot of the way this has been handled has been manipulation. I do. I, mm-hmm. I see that. And if you are not seeing that, you're not studying it. <clears throat> you're swallowing it uh, right. as it's given, and it's not. that's not okay. Uh, so, so I agree fully. Virus is real. I also agree fully. Government's using it to control, to, to manipulate, to change, uh, and I don't think that's right. Yeah. At all, yeah. And here's an, and I don't want to I don't want to just do a swan dive into this rabbit hole either. But just you know, one of the big things I really enjoy studying biblically and and listening to other people's opinions on. I know you you enjoy this as well. Uh, is eschatology? Is that the uh, is that yeah. the fancy word? Well, that's that we, a fancy word. Yeah, that's a fancy word that we use basically for this the study of the end times. No, no, no. Start. That's that's the word we use to confuse everyone else as <laughs> to what we're talking about. But yeah, we that's the end times. That's yeah, right. yeah. That uh, this makes it makes you sound smart if you can use. It. Yes, I love studying eschatology, but uh, <laughs> rather than hey man, I just, I'm just looking at the end of the world here. You know what happens yeah. when uh, 
you know, I think you and I both believe in the rapture of the church that's coming at some point. Um, and when we when we look at that and we see what happens, you know, after uh, the Lord has called us home as Christians, um, and you see, you know, the way that the world is dictated, the mark of the beast that you see that's, you know, used by the Antichrist. And I've seen people say, oh, this vaccine and this proof of this is the, this is the mark of the beast. No, it's not. No, I don't agree with that. No, I do not either. I think that's very wrong. So we're not looking at that right now. But to me, I'm seeing a lot of things that I think are precursors to it. It's a buildup. Sure that will be used to that someday. I don't think that it's a conscious effort. Now that these people are thinking about, we got to get it here. It's a very unconscious thing, but we see it happening. We know it's going to happen. And that's what I first thing I thought of when I see this thing, de Blasio's got going in New York, you have to do this to be able to do this, where it says biblically, you know, and in times you have to have the mark to be able to buy, sell. And, sure. you know, you think about just sure. basic survival. If you don't have this mark, you know, not to mention the the persecution and potential arrest or execution that they might be looking at at the worst time. You know that it's going to ever exist on this world that's coming up. You know, you look at those end times. To me, all this just starts to feel like a precursor. It just yeah. gives me chills just looking at it and thinking about. It. I think, oh man, look what's happening here. Yeah. I think there are a lot of really crazy similarities, and I, I do believe that there you know, are possibly some some revelations that are going to unfold here. I I, I can't say you know with confidence that that's not the truth but the mark of the beast thing in the vaccine uh, i i totally disagree with that no no yeah a a the the va- the the mark of the beast is something received by people who well knowing mm-hmm. what they're receiving mm-hmm. they know mm-hmm. that they're receiving uh, you know the mark of the <clears throat> the antichrist they mm-hmm. know that uh, i know well-meaning christians me being one of them who, who've received the vaccine i, I did not willfully go obtain the mark of the beast and that's what that's going to be is a willful act sure. so so i don't i don't i don't agree with that i know that's a rampant you know topic out there right now but it is it is a little remarkable that these other things are happening right now i agree with you on that yeah when when you see you don't get to you do not get to do this you do not get to get that unless you can show proof of this yeah. i mean like i said that's just a um like I said, maybe a little bit of the beginning of a precursor to what, you know, we might be looking at there. That's what it feels like. And that's when, when they start that, that's when I've, that's, that's what makes me shake my head. Nope. Nope. I don't want yeah. this. You know, yeah. it's just, you're, you're, you're getting on my rights now. You're getting up well, in my constitution, brother. Let me, let me tell you this. There's absolutely nothing you can do to slow down, stop, change, hinder, or redirect a, a, a revelated prophecy of God. It's mm-hmm. going to happen whether we like it or not. Yeah. You can't vote it out. Right. <laughs> As a people. Uh, so so I try not to stress too bad over those those end times discussions, whether I see them valid or not. Uh, but uh, I do think that this is the beginning of what c- could be <clears throat> the socialist fall of our country. You look at countries like Venezuela, Nicaragua, countries that used to thrive and, and have money and, and healthy, wealthy societies. And you look at them now because of the way the government, you know, deals with things like viruses and the things that they've used to push their, their agenda and introduce socialism. Uh, we're standing at the cusp of that. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And they use, and they, that's maybe that's a good way of putting it. Something that, um, that I see happening and thing I, w- I want to push back on is I don't like seeing fear being used as a tool. No. And that seems what's to happening. be what is happening, right? That's what's now. happening. Yeah. They're using fear to, yeah drive some when you well, everybody's take it's 
take a step back, take a deep breath, yeah, and say, "What are the facts here?" And let's let's go here. Well, do not be anxious about anything, is what the scripture says. Do not be fearful about anything, but in everything you 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 pray, everything mm-hmm. you bring to God, and you you ask for His wisdom, His discernment, His leadership, uh, you know, His guidance through what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. We we don't be controlled and dominated by fear. Yeah, I said earlier, we it's a tool. Yeah, it's been given to us, but man. Too many people, the world at large, is being dominated by fear right yes. now. And one thing I wish we would do, um, I've seen, I've listened to a lot of people talking about it the last couple of days, some different physicians and, uh, you know, people in the know studying the, the diseases. And, you know, one guy made a great point I heard, uh, it was last night or the night before on the news, and he said, look, he said, I don't think, and this is a guy that gets grants to study, you know, um, immunity disease and different things like this. He, he's, he's one of these scientists in the know here, and he's getting grants to study this. And he's saying, as many are, with different opinions, I know. But he's, he said, look, we're not going to, we cannot vaccinate this virus away. We've got this thing. We're going to have variants. This is just something now that we've got and we have to deal with to a degree. Now, so his opinion was we can't just get everyone vaccinated and think this is going to be gone. We can see that we sat now with the, this Delta variant. People are vaccinated still, and still getting, still getting it. Now, you, yeah. you know, say, okay, well, yeah, they're getting it, but they're not – most most cases, they're saying, are not as severe. We'll, we'll, if we believe that, they say you had an example of a, someone in your church has been vaccinated that's, in a, that's really having a bad struggle right now. But if that's true, that if you play the numbers, you're still – have a better chance of survival, but it's still here. It's still with us. And he was saying, we, we're we not going to be able to use vaccines to get rid of this. We need to study treatment. You know, how we're going to – let's work on our therapeutics. Let's 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 sure. learn better ways to treat this. I think there's a lot of drugs out there. They've shown a lot of promise that have just been demonized because people are wanting to push into a, a vaccine mode so hard that they don't want to, you know – I think we saw it if, well, if Trump recommended this, we hate it, you know, or this other people, they're pushing this, so we're not even going to look here. Instead of just throwing it all out there on the table and looking at it from a scientific standpoint saying, do some studies and let's see what's working and what's not, but let's do some therapy here too. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, we've been given the tools. Um, we, we're, we're at a place in society and in world history where we have the ability to 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 study and to conquer and to figure out and to understand and and. Granted, that, you know, may lead to our demise at some point, you know, in the future. But, I mean, right now we have the ability to figure it out. Um, I'm a little concerned, you know, with the things I quoted earlier from from the L.A. Times and from CNN, you know, about, you know, the swine flu and how the government was so persistent. And then they stopped because they saw these detrimental outcomes. But here we are, 10,000 deep you know, and dead in our country and we're still pushing, uh, we've, we've got other methods. Let's, let's, let's pull the reins back. And right. Let's, let's rethink this, mm-hmm. you know, but no, we're going to drive this forward, mm-hmm. uh, because you know, of a political idea and a hatred for a former president. I don't agree with any of that. Yeah. Yeah. And a vaccine that's not been approved by the, a, the drug administration yet. And nope. I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to, it's not meant to be a, a negative, an anti-vax statement. The I intri- may get it. I may get it. 
Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. I got it. But 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 here's the thing. I'm okay with being a lab rat. I don't mind it. Not one bit. It doesn't bother me. I'm only here mm-hmm. for a little while passing through, going on somewhere else after this one's over with, and I'm happy about that. Uh, but that being said, uh, we're, we're looking at, um, you know, Pfizer being one of the main companies that's really on the front edge of this this whole vaccine thing. They're still over two years out almost, you know, from their initial study. Mm-hmm. This is their introductory study into this vaccine. Mm-hmm. Now, this could go on for five to ten years before it's actually an approved thing. Uh, you know, a lot of these other vaccines had to go through those trials and had to go through those long periods of time. Um, H1N1 swine flu was not one of them. They pushed that vaccine out super fast in the 70s, and then they pulled it really fast, too. We're not doing that, and that that's, that's cause for alarm. I'm hesitant to buy it. Gen one of an electronic product, the new if something new comes out, you know, yeah. you, you know, it's you got to work the bugs out yeah. of it. So I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, when you look at you look at all the misinformation and all the other stuff going on surrounding all this, man. I mean, yeah, and I've got the vaccine, so so you know, there's 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 that, but all the information that we're getting and all the misinformation and all the opinions and all the viewpoints. I would trust a fart after Chinese food before I trust half of what I hear from the mainstream media and from Dr. Fauci and all the other people that are appointed because they all have an agenda. Right. We all have an agenda. I have an agenda. My agenda is different from theirs, but, but we all have an agenda. Yeah, and you, you, you said something just a second ago, kind of a misstep. I don't know if you if you saw the, the podcast. I think it was that Dusty and I did about uh, PETA and their – Regulations. You said that you didn't want to be a lab rat. That's offensive to animals. Oh yeah, I forgot. What test tube? Is that what he's supposed to be a test tube? So I apologize to Peter again. Well, Peter the rat, or whoever you want to apologize to. I just want to point out that that was not, you know, that was just not very considerate of our animal friends. And I, so I apologize. Thinking so. about our animal friends, though, let's spin for a second here because we're talking about lockdowns. If you remember the first COVID lockdown, they shut down state parks. They shut down federal parks. Uh, did the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission operate during hunting season during the, the, the pandemic? How did that go, Jake? They did. Could you check, could you check your animals you and a, stuff? Did you get a ticket? No. <laughs> no, I'm pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I mean, we saw game and fish officers. I don't think Out they, about. I yeah. think they were on the clock. Yeah. Well, I was just wondering about that, man. If they shut down state parks and federal parks, there's a big dent in hunting season right there. I want to see what kind of they have, like you talk about mandates. They were, and I don't know, I don't know how the, if this was regulated. Um, but you know, there are a lot of outfitters out there, you know, guys that are, have the hunting lodges, you pay so much money to come out here and hunt. You know, I know they really struggled a lot last year. There were some that were hit hit very hard, and I don't know if it was um, – I don't know how that's mandated. I don't know who regulates that. But I was thinking there was some type of regulation they might have had to go through there. Yeah, if they're tied to the health department anyway, if they serve food or – I mean, I guess because they're you know, you're bringing in, you know, game. I don't know. I mean, they're, they're, they're tied to – you know, the government in some way, so they probably got to answer to them, mm-hmm. you know, in the same regard. I think there's some kind of a regulation there when you get someone in here. That would be a good thing to have a yeah. guest on, have, yeah. a, have one of these guys come in and yeah. and talk about this. Uh, uh, looking at our furry friends and thinking about, uh, you know, last, last pandemic when parks were all closed. And, you, you know, I thought about, you know, the guys that hunt some of that land and, you know, some of the things that they, they were missing out on. So I uh, wonder about that. What about Canada now, Jay? Because, you know, at one point they said they are going to open Canada – but I was hearing the other day, I know that in the United States we've restricted some travel from Europe. Is it restricted from Canada as well? And I don't know what Canada is letting us come in there, yeah. you know? 
Uh, like you, I heard it was cleared, but I don't haven't heard any updates. Yeah, I don't know that. if they've updated that. That's still something that may be up in the air whether or not we get to go back and hunt. And well, it was hard to get into Canada earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was a difficult thing. I had some friends from Florida that you know were going up there, and they have to stop and do a rapid test and then quarantine in a hotel on the U.S. side for a certain amount of days and and then test again before they could even enter. I mean, that's that's a $1,000 adventure just to get in the country right there. So Yeah, I think I was thinking right now that Canada was restricted. I know there's a lot of travel from Europe mm-hmm. being restricted right now. Uh, we do not have a southern border. It's just No, free, Mexico's it's totally a, open. It's just a yeah. free flow for anybody yeah. that wants to walk in here despite whatever you know if you got COVID or not that's pretty much what we're looking that's another thing too that um another governmental maneuver that doesn't make sense exactly and another thing that where people don't trust this if you're worried about our health and safety why are you allowing a free flow of people that you have no documentation no checklist of health standard on why are you allowing it to just be a free flow thing now i love mexican people maria my wife is mexican she is my hot sauce man i love that lady but my concern is not with the people and their character. My concerns with the health standards of the country that they're coming from and the idea that we're just allowing them to pour in. Uh, I'm okay with Mexican people being in America. They are the hardest working, best folks you'll ever you, you ever want to go to a good cookout. Mexican folks have a good cookout, man. They can make some food. But I'm scared to death of how our government is allowing the free flow. If they care well, about us so much, why not stop that? Yeah, yeah it's not just... You know, Mexican people or that are coming from the South. A lot of people, that's their route now is to come through the South. Yeah, and I, I well, mean, they can get into Mexico from anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Right. You know, you're seeing the, the Haitians, you know, that that poor country. You're seeing those people pour into Mexico to, to come north. You know, you're seeing people from all over the globe pour into Mexico just so they can come north. Wasn't it interesting, though, when Cuba, you know, when the people from Cuba wanted to come in, oh, no, 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 don't you get on that boat, you know. Yeah. Uh, and we know why. Yeah, you know we know why it's why it's why it's that way, and you know that's another one of those things of uh, oh man, you 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 hate people from Mexico, you're racist, or you don't you don't care about these people, you're just cold hearted. It's like no, it's it's not that. It's that you know same reason you put a lock on your door. It's not that people are are unwelcome in my home, but I want to know who's coming in, who's coming out, you yeah. know, and, and make sure. And, and like you said, you know, even getting away from that, just going to COVID, we just stick with COVID. You know, a lot of people positive that are being, they're allowed to come in. We're not screening. They're not, yeah. we're not vaccinating masks and all that. It's just, uh, and that all it does, it creates, in addition to the obvious problems that it creates, there's the more distrust that yeah. you come up, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a it's a bad cycle we're in right now, brother. And I, I I don't know the answer to the end of it, but I do know that if if I love God first and I love people more than I love myself, man, I'm going to do what's right by everyone that I come in contact with and I'm around with. And and, and that's got to be my position, and that needs to be the position of anybody that knows Jesus. Love God first. Love others more than yourself. Uh, have your opinions. We're allowed mm-hmm. to. We've expressed mm-hmm. them here. I'm allowed mm-hmm. to have these opinions. Yeah. Or do they align with everybody that's going to listen? Doubt it. Don't know. Seriously mm-hmm. doubt it. Uh, that's okay. That's all right. We're allowed to think differently and still live life together as, as human beings, as Americans, as, as Christians even. Christians can have differing opinions on all of these views and still be Christians. Sure. Okay? Uh, so it's it's tough stuff, man, but but we've got to love God first. We've got to love other people more than we love ourselves, and that's got to be the answer for us right now. Yeah, keep that primary, and then everything else will yeah. fall in line from there. So. That's right. 
All right, man. Well, listen, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you came in here. I still want to, you know, maybe we could get some kind of a picture of that beard bra to, to yeah, yeah, host you know. up here, you know. I, <laughs> I can do some Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> like dye it, color it. Yeah, it yeah, nice. yeah. What color do you prefer? Yeah, you know, polka dots. Polka dots. That might be hard. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll seriously, man, I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm yeah. glad you got over everything. Appreciate you coming in. And I love uh, how we started this whole conversation in the shallow end of making a joke about small male anatomy, and then we ended up where we ended up. This has been fun. This has been mm-hmm. good. <laughs> but we want to cover everything. We do. Know? We, we do. want to cover everything. So uh, That's good. Anyway, well, guys, everybody, thanks for joining us today. Uh, like I said, uh, please uh, please follow us, uh, hit that like button, and uh, we'll be back with you next week. Um, I've got uh, I've got a guy tentatively scheduled for next week that you will not want to miss. So, anyway, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>